shook me, eh? I'm just carrying on a bit. <laughs> You're an animal. us on YouTube or listening to us on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome back to the Talk Hub Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Talk Hub Podcast number 16. Is that right, Jeff? That is correct, mate. You nailed it. Well done. I nailed it because I asked you about 10 seconds ago. Every (laughs) time. But you you could have forgotten. I did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I could have forgotten before then for sure. (laughs) How you been, brother? I've been good, man. I've been good. It's hot as balls. It is nearly 9 o'clock at night, hang on, and it's 31 degrees according to my phone, which means it's probably still 33 or 34 in here. Doesn't feel that bad. 31. Well, it probably I mean, doesn't feel that bad now because it was 40 earlier while yeah. you are busting your hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. It is. We're on the Red Frogs tonight. The G-Up Raspberry Strawberries. Thank you, Caden. And Thanks, uh, thank you, G-Up. Not sponsored, could be. Get on to your brother, mate. <laughs> Tell your brother, got to sponsor your boys before mum gets upset. Yeah. Oh, what a month. Ah, yes. Yeah, what a month. School holidays, Christmas, New Year's, it's all been happening. Mm. Obviously, we covered Christmas in the last one, but man, it's just been crazy. It's good, and, though. It's good. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. We've really kind of been have. taking a break from filming. We've been um, from everything, yeah. doing some tasks that don't require filming. So, I want to tell the good people what you've been doing. I've been playing with my kids a lot, actually, on the school holidays. So that's the main thing I've been doing. Yeah. But as far as car stuff, which is what this podcast is about, I have made a pretty good start on the radiator fan shroud sort of scenario. I got Chris to press me up a, a sweet... Uh, well, basically a aluminium shroud that's about, we got it down to 18 mil with a double return on it. So I've, um, yeah, got that started and getting it all mounted up and stuff. So I should have the fan on there soon. Very good. Very Water good. Water pumps. I've had to notch my chassis rail. A lot of people would cringe over that, I think. I'm sort of... But you've already done that. Yeah. The people don't realise, but you've already notched the chassis rail for your dump pipe that you don't need as big as you mm. did it anyway. I don't care. I'll just cut it, bro. If it's yeah. in the way, man, I'm going to cut it. Absolutely. I can't do many things, but I can definitely cut things. Absolutely. Like you say, cut your way in and weld your way out. So, that yeah, water pumps I'm... all notched and stuff like that. 16AN line made, speed flow, of course. So, getting close. Thank you, Lost Racing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it looks good. Hopefully, we can wrap that up tomorrow. We'll be able to hopefully get it mounted up, back in, maybe bled up before you go to bed for night shift. Possibly. See how we go. We've got to aim, to aim somewhere, eh? Well, set a target, mate. Aim yeah. for it. Yeah, Let's I'm actually it. looking forward to... This is the perfect weather to test whether yes. it's going to work. Yeah. Trial it's been by hot fire. as shit. So, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty keen to get that bit of it wrapped up and <sighs> pretty confident as well, which is not like me. I was just about to say, that's uncharacteristic. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> a pessimistic yeah. POS most of the time. Yeah. But really, once we get this sorted out, once we can drive it and it wants to hold temp properly, we can start, I mean, we can start roughing in the tune a bit on the street. The tune's there, really, for the most part. But 
it just needs some yeah some refining and stuff like yep. that so and then we can uh shoot it up to the dyno and yeah yeah i definitely want to have a bit of a play with it myself get some of the even just the idle stuff and i've been i've started going through the the hpa catalog and getting my head around the link uh software a little bit more and yeah so so let's talk about that this is this backdates many many moons it ago. does many Time many moons flies, ago. Hey. but whether uh, you're having fun or not it still flies yeah we we pulled a bit of a sneaky so high performance academy had a bit of a sale on their vip package now their vip package means that you get all the content they have available plus any course that they create from then on and then you can also get some things like you do a one-on-one um like a zoom call where you tune a car on their dyno on the zoom call and whatever um they had a sale on it was what was it 1500 us i think it was yeah 1500 us and we sort of went why don't we just split it we'll just create an email sorry simon <laughs> was it was andre don't Andre's. tell him the bloody email you shut us down mate we no, get no, cancelled no. but that's a thing these days we created an email and we split the cost and we log in and we do all the courses or we can do we haven't done all of them no clearly. there's tons there's tons there. so many tons and tons it's just a good resource yeah of information Helped a lot when we first got my car sort of wired up and because we've never used a link ECU or any real I was ECU, say but anything. but it gave us a really good foundation to navigate the link software and sort of figure out what we needed to to mess with. Yeah, um, even so. generally speaking, like it just takes away, and we're still it's still a lot of black magic there, but it definitely sort of at least opened your eyes up to realise. Hey, these people aren't yeah wi- wizards. They are wizards in their own way, but for what we're doing at our level, which is just trying to you know get things to run and yeah. you know just operate normally. With certain EFI stuff, you know, when you're trying to do a certain level of manipulation, when it comes to things like traction control, and you've got like boost control strategies and you know, boost by gear or boost by speed, that definitely becomes a very specialised thing. But oh. for the most part, in getting a car running... Yeah, just it's running just, and ready to go to just, the dyno or even just street driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just a, it's just fuel and timing. Yeah. If you if you know roughly where your timing's got to be, if you can read a plug, if you, you know, you've got a, a fairly good idea of what you're doing mm-hmm. there based on what your engine type is, and then you've got an AFR gauge, you're halfway there. And that's not to take away from any tuners because no, there is no. a way of getting it right. Yeah, there's, yeah. But just to get it going is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. And getting something sort of halfway good, which yeah. I think a lot of, well, not a lot, but there's definitely some people out there that start out and they can get get it to that stage and they become tuners maybe. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. When you make trying to make horsepower and go racing and stuff, there's definitely, obviously you utilise the professionals. Yeah. Because it would take many years to... And a lot of blowing stuff up, I reckon. Oh, yeah. A lot of learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah. sure. But nah, we are getting close with that one, which is good. Because a lot of people ask, where's where's the VR? Where's the VR? Well, once we can get it to hold temp... Mm. And, and we not- didn't even try that hard. I was sort of just... 
I think I said this on the last podcast. Sort of just got warm and then I got busy anyway and sort of just left it sitting there. Well, there were a couple of times, and at Motivation last year, I shot up to about 105, 110 degrees, and that's probably a bit more than you chase. And mm. you probably want it to sit around 95, 98 yep. without shooting up. Or if it does go up, you want it to drag it straight back down again. Mm. You know, like, yep. and this was literally sitting in the scrutineering line. It's not like we're putting any load on it. That's right. So mm. it wasn't. It was a less promising. than ideal setup. Tried it, didn't really work. Yeah. So I've done heaps. Don't put all the ducting back in, and I've changed basically everything on the cooling system besides the radiator. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, and the fan. It's the same fan, <laughs> but just shroud. It's going to be shrouded. I'm still don't know whether I'm going to put the like the speed flaps or whatever you call them, like the flaps that sort of open up at high or at driving speed. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to put them on straight away or whether I, because, you know, I can always put them on if I feel I need them, but I see a lot of people don't run them. So well, it's always easier to put them in after than put them yeah. in because I'm just doing them my own way. I've just bought some like silicon type rubber. I think it's three mil or four mil rubber, yeah. silicon type rubber. I was just going to cut my own squares and... um put like three in there so if you're not familiar with what kurt's referring to obviously with a radiator shroud this is a, a solid sheet metal press it, um shroud put the fan in there you've got a fairly large fan it's a 16 inch spal fan yeah um but then you've still got a lot of space around the fan and what you can do is you can put silicon or rubber flaps so that when this fan is pulling it pulls those rubber flats up against the, the yeah, metal. It'll pull, but a then, va- it'll pull a vacuum. Yeah, on but those. when you're at highway speed, they'll sort of flap open and let some more airflow mm, through. Because the fan will become sort of a restriction, I believe, once you get up to usually it's around sort of 70, 80 k's an hour. You, you start getting, you stop getting sort of good flow through the fan. The fan becomes a restriction. Yeah. So then you sort of, your highway speeds... You're not getting the flow through the radiator that you ordinarily would. So you can run a um, hook it up through your ECU or whatever with a vehicle speed sensor if you've got that running through your ECU and you can have it turn off, turn the relay off when you get up to a certain speed. So you can do that to help as well. So numerous strategies. But yeah. We're just going to do the easy stuff and go from there. Yeah. It shouldn't get warm. It's on E85 and it's a standard motor. So there's obviously a turbo in there which doesn't help, but... It's not making any heat yet, really. But being that you've got such a large fan, being the 16-inch, it's got a fair bit of... Like I say, if you can turn the fan off, there's still a fair bit of area there where the air can flow through. So, anyway. Whatever. We'll see how that goes. Hmm. It's all a work in progress. Yep. So, I need to hurry up and get that done so I can finish the last few bits on the wagon. Yeah. And get that happening. Yeah, get the fab finished up on the wagon because we do have another project breathing down our neck Hmm. another two really got one sitting over here you can't see it off camera but the blue vy is feeling pretty unloved at the moment yeah but we've got a turbo here look sitting front and center Hmm. it's it's fine you'll get your that's a rare base now you don't see turbos with steel wheels in them anymore no that's right no remember when it was like billet wheel everything was like this is sick yeah it's just the way it is that's it We've got another prop on the table if you're not watching online, but my Eaton M112 supercharger sitting on the on the bench. Hopefully, this isn't a regular occurrence. Hopefully not. Not until we pull it off permanently. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, if you've been on our social media platforms um, across the different ones, you would have seen in our stories or on TikTok that, yeah, I did dig into it. We did a compression test. Um, pretty much got 110 PSI pressure across all cylinders except for number one. Number one gave us 25 PSI, which is uh, no bueno. It's no good. Uh, pulled the heads off because I was pretty confident that it was a head gasket anyway. But yeah, pulled the head gasket off and sure enough, number one head gasket is uh, gone. It's, it's blown out. So that's why we've got the ute in the background um, sitting there with no heads at the moment. So they've been sent off to the machine shop and I'm going to have them faced. Not much, just, you know, it'll be a couple of hours just, just to get them, them lovely and flat. Um, I've pushed the head gasket on this once before. It was number seven that time. And um, I didn't bother. I, you know, I'd scuffed them back with a, a scotchy and um, put a straight edge on them and they looked all right. So slapped them back on. Obviously, it's done it again. And we know why. It's because it was stinking hot and we're giving it a hard time and that was a motivation. I reckon that's probably when it was starting to go, you know, like I hadn't probably properly gone, but it was starting to go. And then uh, poor Caden takes it out for one rip and, yeah, that's what did it. That's, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it was fucked well before then. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's he had it out on a nice cool night, didn't he? Oh, I don't know if it would have been real cool. Actually, I don't know. It would have been cooler than when it was motivation anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, it's all good. We got it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's Sunday now. Hopefully, I can pick up the heads on Monday or Tuesday. And um, next week, when I'm on my days off again, I can uh, screw it back together. We've got, so, yeah, skimmed heads. I've got ARP head bolts this time, fresh gaskets. Um, I'm going to replace the ignition leads because... They were old as shit. They were old as shit. And when we were pulling it apart the other night, once again, you would have seen in our stories, um, Kurt yanked on the number one lead and... The, I pulled it off like a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yank... Sorry, yeah, I probably did make that sound bad, didn't I? He yanked on it. Fucking yanked. <laughs> yeah. Broke my no. fucking 10-year-old <laughs> yeah. ignition leads. Yeah. How dare you? They um, were blue too. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pulled the lead off and the end of the boot, like the crimp terminal has separated. It was super um, uh, dry and sort yeah. of perished is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Didn't look good. Definitely ready for replacement. And that's probably part of the problem. You know, if, if that if that boot was cracked or whatever, it could have been arcing I reckon out. the tune-up as well could be. Look, let's be honest. It probably hasn't got the most stellar tune on it. Mm. But, you know, it's lasted 20-odd years. We haven't, to be fair, even when you owned it, and as long as I've owned it, we haven't really beat up on it that no, hard. No, I've got a lot of mechanical sympathy. I've got, a, I've got a bit less, but even then, it hasn't been beat up on too badly. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know if the tune's probably doing it many favours, but it is what it's it just, is. Yeah, that is just a fish that's not, not getting fried anytime soon. You don't want to open up that can of worms. Nah, shit. No. We want to, but just not yet. 
It was really tempting because I say 110 psi across the cylinders, fairly even, which is good news. But 110 psi isn't particularly good. You know, she's How probably. How many K's is this thing done now? About 180,000. Still really good for one of them, eh? Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's had the, the blower on it for a while. And I think the ring seal's starting to look a little bit worse for wear. So I was pretty keen to, for a split second there, like, let's put some rings in it, dingleberry yeah. it. And I was like, nah, yeah. if we crack the caps on those rods, the bearings will look cranky. I want to do that. And then before you know it's it. It's not worth it, dude. We've got, what, two and a half weeks yeah, you can do motivation. all that fucking around to land back in the same spot that yeah. you're at more or less yes. so motivations around the corner we're just going to keep it simple we're yeah. just going to replace the gaskets get it back together because you guys have been jumping in our dms a fair bit actually like you're keen or the comment section it's been of the popping videos. off a bit lately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're wanting to um catch up with us at motivation so i really want to make sure the car's going to be there so um, let's just keep it simple. We'll just skim the head, slap it back together, and we'll have a ready rock and roll. So, taking skid wheels this time? I took skid wheels last year. Okay, so you're going to use the skid wheels this time, is what I mean. <laughs> you probably would have used them last time if I had said. Well, I literally said to you, do you want, and you're like, oh, do we fucking have to? You I know, was like, I was is like, it really worth it? Yeah, probably would have been. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. We're going to get it back together, guys. Hopefully, like I say, in the next week, I can start screwing the engine back together. It's just sitting as a, a bare short engine in the engine bay right now. Um, so, yeah, we'll get it happening one way or another. But how nice was it doing that without actually filming it? Even doing, like, you know, tinkering on my radiator. Although I felt, I felt kind of guilty at the same time. Yeah. Like this would be yep. something that someone, surely at least one person would watch this. Yeah. And I've had people comment... I might even put some stories up. Sorry to cut you off, but That's I might right. even start trying to do a little bit in 24. Bit oh, of social media. Yeah. I know. Calm down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Um, you're right. You do feel guilty. And we do get people that ask we us, like, oh, are you, you going to do a video on this and that and whatever? And like I said, we literally don't have time. If we were to film pulling this all apart, it would take three times longer... And like you said on the night, you wouldn't get any decent shots anyway. You're in the depths of the I couldn't bay. see what the fuck I was doing half the time. Yeah, we're doing it in there. the dead of night with, you know... These shed lights aren't bad, but they're not... It's astute. nice just to bang some music on and just talk yeah. utter shit. You think this is utter shit? <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. It is good. Yeah. So, it's a little bit anti-YouTuber of us, but uh, we're not YouTubers, so... We're just people. That's it. Hopefully, we'll get it um, back together real quick. But motivation is fast approaching. We've got a couple of weeks to go and um, we'll be there and doing our bit. And like I say, a few of you guys are going to be there. You've already let us know. And we've got some, some mates from interstate coming across as well. And yep. we're looking forward to catching up with them. And, um, you know, while I'm there, I look forward to talking to a few of you, like, about your cars, maybe... You know, you can jump in on the video and do a quick quick interview or whatever, or there's a couple of people we want to tee up some podcasts with as well. So it's going to be a good thing, good thing for content. It's the best. Oh, I absolutely. had the best time last year. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. It was Because doing anything else other than that in that environment, in that hot, just in that yeah. scenario, it would 
you wouldn't want to stay there for the three days. No. But you don't even notice it, eh? No. No, I had a fat time. And before you knew it, it was five o'clock and I'm looking at my watch going, fuck, it's time to get back to camp and start editing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just had the thought. I remembered yesterday, I think it was, I was thinking about last year and I was like, fuck, I didn't even go to bed till five o'clock that morning. I think it was about five or three or something oh, that yeah. morning. Me, me, Mick and... On Saturday night? Yeah. Um, there was a few, a few of us anyway up just talking, dribbling. It was good. Yeah. I don't often start that late. I'm late. I'm a late hour, but not, or a night hour, but not usually that late. We've said when it the sun comes up, it's like, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've said it multiple times. It, it is our favorite thing to do mm. is just talk cars with people, you know, with actual car guys. That's the go. This week's hot topic. That's hot. Hot topic. Lay it on us, Kurt. What's our hot topic? It's got to be summon outs. It couldn't be anything else, really, could it, at this point? You should have wore wore a vest. Shout out. Matches your your chair. Shout out to uh, Winging It Motorsports. Their podcast hasn't come out yet, but Idle Talk episode has been recorded, and they wore the summon outs pink vest. I actually literally laughed out loud eh? i pissed myself as soon as i seen it i was like fucking so good fuck why didn't i think of that (laughs) what a meme and look you gotta hand it to the guys and girls that stick their hand up to do that job because it'd be shit it'd be a shit job when you've got everyone you know carrying on yahoo and throwing cups and bottles at you or whatever that's probably where you draw the line but at no point is it reasonable to start laying hands on the punters yeah i don't think there's i've been thinking about this the last couple of days because i knew we were going to talk about it yeah i haven't watched tons tons of content i've just seen sort of the clips that i'm sure all of you have seen and um you can't really pick a side really no like i mean you can you can pick a side but realistically the, the two wrongs won't make a right you, you shouldn't be there's mob mentality there which is just a thing yeah. and it's a phenomenon that just happens and we, we would probably all fall victim to it in one way or another to some sort of level yeah i probably wouldn't be quite as i don't know i'll say that but once you've necked three or four of those I was slushies gonna say, and once yeah. someone's shoving a phone in your yeah. face egging you on yeah. like come on come on you know, that's a real thing. Oh fuck! But yeah, I'm not defend. I'm not going to defend either either. No. But I can't see any justification for yeah, especially some of the some of the shots that yeah. were that were had. I seen I'd seen the video of you know guys getting kicked while they were down on the ground, like by security. Yeah, getting like dog shotted from the side that weren't really even ready for it, or probably not the right yeah. person to hit. But and that's not to say like. And like you, I'm not advocating for any of it. I'm not justifying anyone's position. And that's not to say that 10-second clip of someone getting dog-shotted from the side wasn't being an absolute fuck yeah. for the whole day, yep. you know? But even then, there's no excuse for it. That's why, that's why you hire security yeah. so that they can handle it. What, what I think they need to do, and I might be jumping forward a little bit, but I don't think it should be their job to be right there in the heat of the moment when everyone's yahooing and doing their thing and skidding where they're not supposed to. I don't think it should be their job to rip the sticker off then and there and kick people out sort of straight away. I think it needs to, you sort of need to handle it more 
after everything cools down. Right, just have people that just have it on video or whatever and you've got the number down, you know who they are, whatever, and then you go, you, you go over there later when it's not happening or yeah. whatever. Or you have it written down and they're just banned like for life. If you're that serious about it, you're banned. You're never yeah. ever coming back sort of thing because that's where, you know, when everything's that intense, yeah. you know, of course there's going to be clashing going on. Well, there's a lot of big dick energy and adrenaline running around, you know, like you've got people that are trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah, the clout. But that that's the day and age we live in as well where like everyone's after that bit of clout. Well, not everyone, but, you know, certain individuals are after that clout and, and that's the way they get it by being a little bit more reckless. I mean, it would be... You know, like I said, I'm not 100% against it. I think it's it's good to, for a certain... There's good and bad bits of both. Yeah. You know? It's good when things get a little bit loose, a little bit rowdy, but you've got to pick, pick your victims, you know what I mean? Like, if you've got a person that's been at Summon Outs for the last 10 years and he wants to drop a cheeky little skid on the cruise route, you know, he's probably earned that right. And he's probably going to get away with it too. I don't think they're that strict for the no, most part. No, 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 no. But, yeah. It's a tr- it's just a tricky one to navigate. There's no easy solution. It's so hard because there are people, there are pedestrians everywhere, yeah. and there. Are, so you've got to try and look at it from both. Oh yeah. Thing and what what do you want? Do you do you think it's just a, an event that's just where you go and you just get your your five minutes of fame or your yeah. bit of clout, you know, chain man style or whatever. So you've been there. I haven't. So I haven't sort of had my feet on the ground. I can only sort of judge by what i've seen online from previous years and you know there's cameras in every corner so i could probably just about map out the joint from what i've seen but it's different when you're there in person you know what i mean and i think you've said it before the year that you went someone else 30 from most accounts it seemed like it was a reasonably tame it was tamed i think they were trying to tame it down a bit yeah back then and then it sort of gradually gotten back i don't think we need to remove that because that's like an at all we've, it's the same thing at the local show we have over here like rev heads and stuff like it's a it's a part of the show like yeah. the, that bit of feralness and that bit of just like everyone wants to just fucking let off a bit of steam and i'm all for it i'm yeah. all for it i'm definitely not the bootlicker i sound like when i get on here a lot <laughs> of the time but you've got to i don't know you've also got to look at it from the other point of view of how yeah. what's the longevity of of this sort of because those couple of clips, those 30 seconds worth of clips is what all the non-car... Well, everyone sees, really, all of us, yeah. but especially the non-people that aren't in the car scene. That's right. So all of us are going to get tarred with that brush because <clears throat> once you've had 10 beers and you're carrying on like a complete fuckwit, you're not going to look that not look that no. good in the public's eye. And, and we want the show to keep coming back. Like We don't want it to get to the point where, you know... Um, Andy and the team can't just aren't interested in putting the show on. It's just not viable anymore because then it's gone and it's gone yeah. forever. And then what? Yeah. And that's the thing because the mainstream media aren't going to grab hold of that bit of footage with old mate and his two kids, you know, walking through, getting a dagwood and enjoying the cars in the Elite Pavilion. They're going to really grab on to that. Because well, no one cares. No, no one cares about seeing They're going to grab onto that 10 seconds of drone footage of old mate skidding on the way out or someone getting kicked which on the, the clout, Which is the yeah. clout, which is yeah. what the people that do it want. Yeah. They don't think about the potential consequences of, you know, there's a little kid on the side there or, you know, a mum and a dad or whatever, you know, yeah. and a bit of belt flicks off and fucking 
hurt someone or oh, you know you're I just think, not thinking of that i think if you're punching tires on the skid route until you blow the tires like that's you got to use a little bit of noodle but it could be anything on the road though you know yeah I or whatever you've yeah. just got to think about it a little bit more which we we did it when we were a yeah. little younger yeah as well so and I'm we def- probably still there's do no moral it. high ground we probably sure. still do it now if we had you know the right environment whatever mm. you know like when not saying that i wouldn't punch a burnout down a cruise route or whatever but time and place yeah it always comes down to that too doesn't it you're not going to do it in the middle of saturday when the joint is lined with people and people are jumping the barriers and whatever like mm. that's it's getting a bit out the people that are jumping barriers though they're free game in my opinion yeah you know really yeah. like i'm fine for those guys to get there hurt. should just be a sign i don't think they shouldn't if you want to do it yeah as long as you're not putting your hands on someone's car that doesn't yeah. want you i've seen a clip today it was a i think it was like a v ve or vf ute did you see that one it was one of the ones where they were really carrying on i think his tires just about popped and the sure dude is. jumps one of the like yahoos jumps he's over the barrier like there was tons of people over the barrier and he jumps on the bonnet like on his shins oh, and he's on the bonnet like fucking he's just pumped on it I'm thinking fuck man what level it's do you need it's just too much eh? it's yeah. a little bit too much but that's just what happens when you get G'd up he probably cooled down five minutes later and thought fuck that was a bit much but in the moment what level We've all, we all get in the moment what sometimes. level do you need to be at to jump on someone's bonnet though we spoke about this last year when old mate reached over and yanged on the throttle mm. of that blower car and then you've got people you know, reefing on people's rear quarters and stuff. What level do you need to be at to jump on someone's bonnet? Is it a surprise though, really? You got you got alcohol, you got tons and tons and tons of like-minded people mm. that are just all getting G'd and just want to see skids. Yeah. It's really no surprise that it does happen. Yeah. I don't really know if there is a solution, if we need a solution or what. I think there is, but I'm going to leave it till a little bit later. I've got, I've got something to revert back to for this conversation yeah but but uh, other than that so look we've spoken about i guess some of the got that out of the way yeah good on you champion yeah <laughs> let's talk about the cars of summer Nats. there were some rippers one of my favorites that uh or our favorite yeah, i was I'll gonna say, say you're favorite. gonna steal my favorite yeah no nah, it was our favorite was the blue vk yeah zoran's that thing i seen it was off tap yeah it definitely had the the sort of um, the Timmy Laidler like impact to me. I was like, wow. Yeah. You just said it's just something that little. Yeah. Well, not even that little bit. That lot of bit extra. Be- because it's like the body's been done to show car quality, but then you've just cut the whole inside out of it, and the bar work that's in there, the engineering that's been put in to make that thing oh, what it is. Before you even get that close, just from a distance, you can yeah. see it's. 110 percent like there's on its hole and then it's on its whole hole like yeah. that's on its yeah. whole hole all the hole yeah there yeah. ain't a single bit of freckle that ain't touching the ground it's, on that i was thing. gonna say it's dragging its freckle on the yeah. bitumen yeah it's on its <laughs> whole holes and it's it looks really really yeah. good you sent it to well we sent it to each other kind yeah. of and then i was just like fuck it i'm cutting my floor pan out yeah <laughs> we're doing it yeah <laughs> yeah not very i mean we've seen a million um blue meanies I was just about to say the only thing that kind of takes it away, takes away from it for me is that it has been done as a blue meanie because you've seen a hundred thousand of them. I think it probably would have been nicer, say, if it was done like a tuxedo black Calais. 
or something. No, I don't think you so. You don't think I'm so? I'm going to disagree, yeah. You are? Yeah. Okay. Just purely because there are, you know, there's a lot, not a million, obviously, but there's obviously a that's ton a of a lot of blue out. meanies and then yeah. he can still do, it's still a blue meanie. There's nothing different as far as things that are bolted on or colour or anything and yet he's managed to just be like, oh, well, he's just set a new standard for what I think yeah. the sickest of that particular sort of body shape and style is. It is. But, you know... Yeah, it's yeah. next. It's like taking it up another level, yeah. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah. He's just... Ma- he's managed to... Yeah. Not that he's trying to, because it's a race car, so he's not yeah. trying to stand out. He's trying to go fast, but he's managed to do both at the yeah. same time. If you can build a race car at show car quality, you are doing something right. Yeah. That thing is wild. Yeah, it's very, very nice. One thing I did Looking. notice, it's starting... It, did a thing probably I reckon maybe ten years ago and it's starting to come back again, is that people are trying to make covers for things all the time. Do you know what I mean? In particularly some of the elite cars like the top sixty type cars, it's like you've got to have a coil cover and a cover for this and a cover for that. And I feel it kind of takes away from all these things. Like go to the extra effort. Instead of making a coil cover and a master cylinder cover and this and that, hide it. Like, hide the coils. Put them behind the dash or something like that. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's starting to become a thing. And I understand. Like, it's Well, is it cheaper? I was going to say, it's probably cheaper, but is it really that much cheaper? If you're getting a really nice, like, polished, painted, whatever cover, you probably could have just gotten a flat billet cover and hidden the gear you know what i mean yeah for, for me it comes with any car i think it starts with a theme it yeah. sounds dumb or whatever no me. no you're but right like it's, it comes with themes if you got like an old like i don't know i don't even really know like an old 50s custom you know something that's got heaps of nice big swoopy lines and it's just got a very basic and let's say you put like a an lt motor or an ls motor or something I think putting covers on things then, you know, you put sort of, you know, cover the engine bay, like really sort of smooth it out. And you know how they really like extend all the panels and yeah. stuff like doing stuff like that and making sort of nice flowy covers for an engine bay. That yeah. that works. But See, that's different to what I'm talking about though. Like that's that's like a full um, like cams, restos or, you know, like kindy custom sort of engine bay, what you're talking about, where they really extend the guards in and like they make the engine like a, piece of jewelry sitting in the middle of the box you know what i mean what i'm talking is they've got standard engine bay architecture for the most part but you make you know like you got those built well not billet but chromed or polished bolt-on coil covers for an ls that's the kind of thing that i'm talking about not that is that have you seen a resurgence i've seen a few yeah like i'm swiping through some photos i'm seeing a lot of covers and stuff and i'm going you could have just hidden those coils. I don't know. Or it's just, just a little, or just cleaned little them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, not my car. Like I should even give a fuck. But no, well, you're not giving a fuck. But you just—that's your opinion on yeah, something. Yeah. But it's just like when you look at some of these cars, like that that VK. Once again, it's a race car. It doesn't need. You to. can tell it's a race car yeah. in the first three seconds of looking at it. Too. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of it. Yeah, you know. But. Um, you know, some of the some of these cars, I don't know, they're, they're done to the taste of the owner, obviously, which like, is great. Like um, anything, I, I mentioned it, I think it was on the last one, It's you can see 
sweat equity in anything. Yeah. So when you look close enough, you can sort of start seeing when things are either missing or things are really neat that aren't normally, you can see like, fuck, there's a lot of work in this and there's a lot of work in that. Whereas, you know, a press bit of guard or whatever, you, you can just say that that was a simple solution and that might just be what it is for now or, and it's not yeah. right and it's not wrong. Because yeah. I feel like I've gone that way a little bit in the last few bits just on my car. Like the notch I did on the chassis, like I honestly didn't even try. I just grabbed the white paint that I had in a rattle can and I just put a bit of etch on it and I knew it was not going to look grey. And I'm like, I'm okay with it for now. I'm not trying to make it look good for now. Do you I want to get it going because I know I'm doing it again. Yeah. But do you think anyone's going to bury their head in the engine bay and look next to your And that was another one pump? as well. If it was up higher, I would have worried about it. But yeah. yeah, that's just what I'm getting at. It might not be. Yeah. It just depends what you're trying to, what you're trying to achieve because you just don't know where, where they're at yeah. with it. But that doesn't... Yeah, your point's still valid. Yeah. I, I've never liked a real I hate real fabricated looking I love fabrication it's my it's kind of your living yeah it's my living <laughs> and I can't like I'm I like it but I also I don't like it just for the sake of it you know like mm. when someone I've seen it before where people have like fabricated like fairly close kind of close replicas of like a factory like radiator overflow on an early Commodore or a second gen or something like that would have taken them ages to make it and it's just like what could have just got a repro. You could have got a repro one, or you could have just made something and put it somewhere else. Yeah, it, it doesn't look that good. Like even though it would have taken a long time, yeah, I just don't really like. I'm I'm with you. I don't particularly like that look on my own cars myself, but I can appreciate someone doing it. Like if yeah. I've seen it, I'll be like, fuck, that would have taken a bit of work to do that. Yeah. So other than the the VK, were there any other cars that kind of took your attention? I did have one and I've sort of forgotten them, which doesn't really validate my point too much. But I want to shout out friend of the podcast, um, Daryl Cal SPL, had a pretty extensive hand in helping with Ton 871. Did you see that one? It was a like WB one tonner, candy apple red, blown whole uh, engine. I think I might have seen some photos in the DMs, yep. maybe exceptional exceptional considering i saw a photo of how they pulled it out of a wrecking yard and what it turned out to be in i think it ended up top 20 um at summonats and what a ripper little car that top is 20 yeah and i think i saw an interview i can't remember which channel it was it was probably street machine with broads and they were talking about um the car and the owner hasn't even sat in it yet you know, really like the the trim is at that high of a level. Like it literally hasn't sat in it yet. So I think it's gonna. It's one of those cars that's gonna do the show circuit for As a, they a do. bit. Yeah. yeah, while it's still fresh and new, and then start putting some K's on it. But for the most part, I think it's engineered and you know, like ready to rock and roll. So that was an epic little little bit of gear. We and have know, tons of like epic builds. Oh yeah. In this country, it's yeah. For how small like we are and you know how big we are on the whole map of custom cars like the ratio of quality versus quantity has got to be up there eh? this is what i was trying to explain to someone that i know from the states the other day was that florida has a population of like 21 million we've got a whole country that's got 25 million you know like 
bring the whole state of Florida here and you just about match our population. Yeah. It's crazy. But um, like I say, even though we we lack in people... I we, think, I we've, think got, we've got a like a... As far as like trades based, like a lot of people in this country go and do trades. Yeah. So like compared to other... Like, you know, you think... You think of America, they're just the cliche thing is you got to go to college and you got to do this and you got to do that. Whereas we don't. We want to get the fuck out of not all of us, obviously. We've got a lot of clever cookies as well, but there's some yeah. dumbos like myself that just get out of school <laughs> at 15 and get straight into the workforce. And you know, you know, others out there, you know, learn trades and become really good and get passionate about cars. We've got a, I, f- I feel like we've got a pretty good car culture like generally speaking yeah yeah yeah, i agree with you 100 percent. there are definitely a lot of white collar people that do get around the cars but the blue collar uh, collar population in in australia is you know it's definitely the majority and a lot of people do want to get in and do it themselves which is and even just the shops though like yeah all the trades that you use to build that's all blue collar stuff yeah so For sure. So, like, I'm talking even more the professional side, like all your different rod shops and spray painters, and you know, we've got some of the best people out there, period. Yeah, for sure. And some of and them are not necessarily the big shops with the shiny yeah, sign. I was about and to say, the stuff that can get built in, in a shed, you only need to look at Aiden's car and, yep. and like even um, X Boss and stuff like that. These, these cars, you know, were built for. Yeah, we're built in in backyard sheds for the you know for the most part. That's it. You see the Instagram photos of these magical workshops, and they got all the hexagrid lighting, and they've got you know all the the high gloss floors and this and that, whatever. Like that, I'm sure those people do build a nice car because they've got the money to invest in technology and and people. But that shop isn't necessarily the one that's going to build you the nicest car. I think the the cars that are of the exceptional quality, there's just so many hours that wouldn't be charged for in oh, those yeah. sorts of cars that likely in a lot of the bigger shops, you just not it's not going to get done there. doesn't even have to be an exceptional car. You look at my VH, I guarantee you there's 100, 200 hours that hasn't been charged for in that. You know, like there's thousands and thousands of hours and from a distance that car isn't going to look like anything exceptional Not really like it's, it's going to be very look, boring it's going to look, on paper it's going to be like until you get to the engine it's going to be like very boring yeah vh why <laughs> what vh what a wasted opportunity jeff you could have put custom candy on that bitch I could and have. then being absolutely terrified to take it anywhere and do anything with it exactly <laughs> exactly no but um, you know, like it's it's a beautiful car. I love it. But you know, like when you talk about the custom candy and the this and that and top twenty something that's or whatever, I'm just not at that level. But that's another hundred grand again. You know, plus it's yeah, and uh, not what the car was built for. No. Speaking of elite cars, grand champion, there can't be any argument this year, surely. Obviously, last so. year was the Porsche, and everyone sort of got a little bit. 50-50 on that, but a 68 Dodge Charger with a 604 Cube Keith Black Hemi built by Victor Bray with an 1871 blower with a claimed 3,000 horsepower. I does liked it. it. I like those. I like that that um, 
that body shape. It doesn't get much tougher. It doesn't. That. You forget. <laughs> I forget. There's so many more cool cars out there. Yeah, that is a wild unit. And you know, stand back and you look at the body lines. They just though that era, the late '60s era of American car, just the hips on them. You know, like, and when you look at that car from a distance not that i've seen it in person i've seen it on videos and that but man the width of the rear tires it's got steam rollers on it yep. it's a mad bit of gear yep beautiful yeah, be- car yeah absolutely the surprise though is probably forged xy cleaned up in the presentations gold trophies for days but didn't make it to grand champion was that a driving event thing it has to be yeah so i think it was the go to woe and the slalom i think the car was absent i'm assuming they must have had some issues like some teething problems or whatever with it um for it not to make it but that just goes to show how important it is you can you can have arguably the greatest car greatest custom car that we've ever seen built in australia which is that car but then to not be grand champion because it didn't tick all the boxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just goes to show that it can be anyone's. Yeah. Because you've got to be able to do it's it It's just all. that type of trophy. That Grand Champion's not necessarily the, the one that everyone wants either though. Because you might build, like I said before, like some sort of yeah. old like 50s custom that's just never going to... Yeah. It's just... Or a, I don't know, a low rider or something. Yeah. Man, some of those low riders we've seen at the last couple of shows have just got intense detail and yeah. amounts of work. You know, something like that's not going to turn a fucking corner and go fast down the go to woe or anything like that. No. So, well, Joe's Charger did take out the People's Choice this year as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, Forge obviously took a bunch of trophies home. You know, it'd be. Best engineered, best paint, best interior, this, that, all the rest of it. I, I don't know if that's the titles for all the trophies he won, but you could just about imagine. Yeah. Um, it's a very American sort of style look, don't you think? Well, When it's I a, see it anyway, like I just, yeah. I get that sort of... It's kind of like a resto mod. Yeah, that chip foo sort of Well, not a resto vibe. mod, sorry. Uh, um, what do they call them? It's, it's not a resto mod, it's a... Uh, Pro Tour, yeah. just about. Actually, James Malaby messaged in. Did he message in or call in last No, he last sent us month, a message, yeah. He said he wanted to speak on all the differences of all the different mods and stuff like that, or at least have a yeah. little chat about it. Well, I've got my opinions and you got yours. Whether I don't even think. Whether the dictionary much. agrees. Yeah. Um, should we get into that now? Or do you want sure. to finish the Summonats chat? Yeah, finish that off. Okay. Well, we can roll that into it. I don't think it really matters. We're not that official around here. No. I don't have much to touch on it. No. I just want to say a big shout out to all the guys that ran out to Summonats and kept us up to date with the content while they were there. Um, in particular, big shout outs to Wiener Motorsports, um, Picnic Media, Street Machine, and obviously the Summonats Media team as well, doing daily uploads, just about all of them. So um, it's sucks to be missing out and sitting at home when you wish you were there but when you're on the other side of the country it's a bit hard we're just not there yet bro no we're not there we've got to do other things to make money for now yeah would be nice to be one of those people that can fly into an event live it up fly home again yeah (laughs) but we ain't there. these obligations yeah 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 these bills but no it's um it's awesome to see 
so many content creators getting around it you know what i mean like there's for for those guys thank you sir extra cheeky beer well it's not beer is it no, it's, it's vodka ready to drink but it's great to see some guys getting stuck in and, and creating quality videos as well. It's not just a shitty live stream with someone sticking a GoPro in their head and walking around, you know, like they actually commentate and they put a bit of a storyline together and it's it's enjoyable to watch, you yeah. know what I mean, which is awesome. So I've got to say shout out to you guys and I hope it did really well for your channels while you're there. Yeah, well, we wouldn't know shit without that, would we? No. we weren't there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. And, um, yeah, some of those videos do gangbusters. So I hope you guys really do pay dividends with that because it's hard work. We've been there. We've done that. We did Red Center Nats Motivation last year. When you're filming all day and editing all night, it's not easy. But if you can do it right, it's, it's really good. I want to say a shout-out to our mate, Matt McCabe, as well. Debuted Phoenix with a new color. It's um, pops, eh? A freshened engine combo and gave it a crack in the the burnout comp. Video I'll, doesn't do that car, or I guess all the cars, but I've witnessed that car in person. Yeah. And it is super cranky. Like, Oh, yeah. It's an LS. It's a cast iron LS combo, isn't yeah. it? Like a GM block. But when you start it up, it sounds it doesn't sound like your generic sort of blown LS combo. It's definitely on the more serious side. It doesn't sound like what it does on video. When we were at Red Nats <laughs> and they were, it was going for the DB test and he started up, I was like, just put it back in the trailer. There's no fucking way that's passing. But he managed to sort of get it on the whatever section he could take it to anyway. Not the full yeah. street cruise, but I think... Yeah. He got more than what he should have anyway. Probably, By the yeah. letter of the law. Yeah. It it's definitely has a presence about it. The car, super great family. Really, really cool. Yeah. We enjoyed hanging out with them, spending the time that we did, and we still talk with them now. Yeah. You certainly can't knock their passion. Like, no Not one could deny it. The, the whole the, family as well. They're all in it. The level of commitment, yeah. Yep. They're all in. They're right or die, for sure. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, the rap the rap um certainly looked really good. One of ten rolls in the world, I believe. The other ones are all on Rolls Royce and Lambos and whatever, and this one's on a filthy Commodore that looks like a GDS. It just gets the shit belted out of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and even then it's like they peeled the corner of the um molding. The GDS the molding. The VY GDS molding that you yeah. can't replace. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Peel that off and put a bit more on there. Unbelievable. Well, it chunked the whole molding. I think he's already had... Well, not I think, I know. He's already had to re 3D print that edge once before. I was going to say, yeah, truth be but told, that got that's ripped 3D. the first time at Alice, I'm fairly certain. I'm sure we yeah. were watching it and it got chunked. Yeah. Genuine VYGDS body kit, just getting the shit belted out of it. <laughs> so Those sad. burnout guys, I don't know. Yeah. And he had another GDS before too. That's he's crazy. had heaps of cool cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lynchy. Finally did it, mate. About time. About time. About bloody time. Honestly, Chris Orchard, if I was him, I don't think I could have been any happier to come second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for you know, come second. Congratulations, Chris Orchard, by the way, and the whole ballistic <laughs> crew, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, he's got a fleet. Oh, absolutely. He's got the sickest. But um, you definitely could not be upset with losing to Lynchy. For his first win ever, 
long, long time coming. Yeah. He's got a cult following that guy for good reason. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe the... Uh, He's definitely got the driver mod anyway, let's put it that way. Maybe the hard tip-ins are coming back, mate. I think they've always been there. I think, um, hey, a ju- any judge sport is open to interpretation. It is. What someone likes is not going to be the same as what someone else likes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You just got to... I think they just might have put it off for as long as they possibly could. They're like, radio. <laughs> All right. The Here inevitable is, is we've, reached, we've reached that milestone. Yeah. Nah, it was good to see. Um, and the dude was so stoked. Like Everyone yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Everyone around there was pretty pumped. Yeah, for sure. Nah, you definitely couldn't be upset. I reckon, um, yeah. I, I had a good time just watching him be announced as the winner. I was like, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, you can see he's put a lot of, a lot of work into his whole program. Oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> years and years and years. You know, like no one, I don't think anyone can wheel quite like Lynchy. No, you know. Anyhow, we'll circle back to our previous conversation. Let's talk about some definitions of cars. All right. Pro Street. What do you call a Pro Streeter? Pro Street is something that, in my eyes, it's going to be more or less drag orientated in far as looks are concerned. It's going to have tubs. It's going to be low. It's going to have heaps of rubber under the back, cages, not necessarily, but more or less you kind of have to have it. Yeah. Cages, you know, motor more or less is going to have to be out of the bonnet or blown. Blown, <laughs> not necessarily blown, but it's going to have to have a tough, pretty, more or less a drag car. Yeah. In, in, but in a sort of more standard body shell type of way. Well, that's kind of where Pro Street comes from. I think I mentioned it last potty is that there was an American um, race bracket, which was Pro Street. And that was, <clears throat> sorry, basically like a back half car, um, you know, big tubs, Solid, you know, like awesome rear end, cage, whatever. And yeah, that's what More I More or less would... stock body sh- street looking yeah. cars. Yeah, something that looks like a street car, but has, you know, blown engine, yeah. big big tires, which then brings us into pro mod. So pro mod... Well, pro a... mod's a racing category, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a car that's based on a street car, but doesn't probably look like no. a street car anymore no not when you stick it next to a street car no because it's probably got the long nose yeah, on I th- it i think like yeah later on as as drag racing evolved the, the pro cars become less of the real thing obviously you start stretching wheelbases and doing stagger in the front end and stretching wheel arches and lifting yeah. bonnet lines and yeah you look at something like uh, jeff lutz's um car that he bought over that uh, GDO Monaro yeah. that that thing if you stuck that next to a normal Monaro V2 oh you, you can't call that a pro mod it's got steel roof and quarters yeah yeah I don't even think it does dude I'm sure that's a fucking I'm pretty sure that is Full a composite, composite body, body yeah, yeah and he's just put he's done um, what was what was oh shit Reaper, Reaper he yeah. done what Reaper did and fucking put skins over the top yeah. but sort of getting back more to the Non-racing stuff, Pro Tourer would be another concept, I guess you would call yeah. it. And to me, Pro Tourer is 
basically the opposite. It's a more circuit orientated. So it's going to have trick suspension, really trick suspension. It's going to be, in my eyes, a lot of the time it's probably going to be three-pedal car, manual. It's going to be have a manual transmission. It's probably, it's definitely going to be set up for handling. It's going to look very stock as well. So to you, what's the difference between, because I agree with you there, a Pro Tourer is basically an old, say, 60s, 70s car, but it's got 2010 technology all the way through it. You know, like the suspension, the gearbox, the rear end, um, even in... And also... So it's going to be comfortable. It's going to have a nice interior. It's going to be fully finished. It's yeah. going to have injection or direct injection even. You know, that kind And the of other, I think the other sort of big, big difference with that will be the type of wheels that are on it. It's going to have a more low-profile style yep. wheel on it. You're not going to see like a 15 inch wheel in my opinion anyway that's just what i think of so yeah they probably got like an 18 or a 19 inch wheel with a low profile yeah, tire whatever, something, yeah. like, something that's gonna handle good yeah but what's the difference between say a pro tour and a resto mod then probably less performance orientated resto yeah. mod in my eyes would be more utilizing sort of current so you use like more current camaro probably even a floor pan or something like that and utilising late model stuff but putting the old body. You're really just trying to capture the body yeah. and the, the, the look but you're using more or less current technology, road car stuff. So for me, I think a Pro Tourer would be the one that would use the newer model floor pan. This is my interpretation anyway. Like say a newer model firewall floor pan sort of deal. A resto mod would be stock body, stock suspension location, um, probably close to factory interior, but say with maybe like a digital dash or something, but like the seats and the carpet and the dash are sort of fairly original or, or original inspired rather mm. than a, a pro tourer, which With might a different have, dashboard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like a fully... Alcantara wrapped, you know, flowing dashboard, that kind of thing. Um, so a resto mod to me would be, I guess my car. My car would be a resto mod in that I've got a factory floor pan, a factory firewall. I have split tubbed it um, and it will have a factory interior, but it's going to have some um, more modern twists to it. So say if I was to put um, an injected LT1, but with a high-rise manifold and stuff. So it looked the part for the era, but it had modern technology through it. You know what I mean? Like, a, say it had a, an LT1 with a 10-speed, um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it had a B&M shifter and a digital dash, but the rest of it looked legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, to me, would be a resto. That kind of makes more sense to the name anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Yours is just going to be like a Melbourne spec cruiser, really. Yes, yeah, pretty much. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, Perth Spec Cruiser. Mm. No, nah, Perth Spec's like, used to be late model, HSV, did. or Falcon. Yeah, it did. Perth, man. It's probably changed a bit now. you got to say, Perth and WA produce some of the toughest cars in the country. I think out of the wild card list, I reckon half of them were WA cars. Really? For some of that. So I reckon, wouldn't be far off. There was a lot. Yeah, Chris is doing his fair share. Oh, yeah. Wow. Doing his fair share of heavy lifting there. So let's talk about those cars. So who's got the game? 
NASCAR engine, VH, black, looks sick. Sick. Belts tires. Then you've got the OG, white VL, blown. LS? Small block. Can't remember. I can't Not remember. Sure. But still, looks sick. Punches tires. Then you've got the, is it a VE or a VF fronted VE or a VF, whatever? 700 cube, big yeah. block blown like got the best of all three worlds yeah what a weapon they all look good too oh yeah yeah, yeah they like stanced out I like nice. the stuff for sure they are good body work you know like as far as we say we're not skid guys but as far as burnout cars go those ones are mm-mm, yep. tasty real tasty most definitely like three-piece feed tasty <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Running on the chip. Burnout Cars was a good segue to on the chip. Powered by Reed Speed. I want to say thank you to Reed Speed as well. He's jumped on again for another year. Absolutely. What a dead set legend. Yep. We appreciate all the support. And we'd appreciate it if, uh, well, we do appreciate it when you guys go ahead and support him too. That's right. His business, so. A few of you guys have gone and bought products and dropped our name. And uh, if you're still on the fence or if you're about to inquire, definitely let him know the Talk Hub sent you because it looks good for us. That's it. He and can, it he, works he, out well for you. He can, uh, he can see a little bit of ROI That's potential right. anyway. So thank you, Readspeed. Jumping back on board in 2024 for all your accessory drive needs. We've got some plans for this year. Some new products are coming for That's sure. That's it. Yep. Some are in the prototype stage. We've mentioned it last time. And I've got some stuff that I'm probably going to need in my car. So we'll, uh, we'll be working on it. Readspeed.com.au. And even if you don't have a platform that he doesn't make any parts for... These shirts look cool. They do. You can go ahead and just buy a shirt. They do white or black. Uh, I wear mine all the time. Yeah, I love it. So I'm surprised. You can always just buy a shirt. I love shirts like this. Like yeah, of business. You're not going to see anyone else really out there wearing a Reed Speed shirt. No, it's just not going to happen. So no, you're going to see everyone on the Kmart shirt game, but not many on the Reed Speed shirt game. So yeah, what do you got that gets you on the chip, brother? I seen it. Some of that's hadn't even started yet, and I was already on the chip. Fella cruising down. He's done the riding, okay? So he's put his car on a trailer and he's cruising down for the weekend. White VRSS, nothing too crazy. Clean. He gets pulled over by the fuzz and gets a sticker on his car because he's got his rego plates on so they know exactly what it is and who he is and what's happening. A dog move in my eyes. Cars on the trailer. Let it be. It's, I understand it's a registered vehicle and they're now deeming it unroadworthy, right? That's the intent here is that it's a registered vehicle registered for the road and they're going to say that it's no longer roadworthy for the road. But it wasn't on the road. Exactly. We are, everyone always says, Oh, go out to the track, do it there, you know, do the right thing. Don't fuck around on the street. So old mate goes to the effort, gets a trailer, dragging the car to an event where he can play up. He's spending money in probably another, I don't know where he's from, but probably another state, you know, tourism. 
There's nothing bad going on here. These are all good. And that's not to mention vibes. the tens of thousands of dollars he spent at different shops building the car. You know what I mean? Like yeah. supporting the industry, supporting the economy. He's doing the righty. Hundred percent doing the righty. And he's been stitched up. Fucking not fair. No. It just it just goes to show you where some people's heads are really at. Yeah. It's hard to get that respect back when you do those those sorts of things if you really cared about the road toll and about people being fuckwits on the road and all the other sh- negative shit that goes along with it you would 100% let that fly wouldn't yeah. you there's yeah. no way around it you see someone got their car on a trailer they go, you know they're doing the right thing let them be catch them another day when they're driving it on the road and they're potentially being a fuckwit or whatever. Get them then. Look, if your car is blatantly illegal and you're driving it on the road, which, you know, let's say probably 70% of the people watching this video are doing exactly that. If you get stung, you're probably just going to cop it in the chin. You know, like, yep. it is what it is. I'll rectify it. I'll either get it over the pits or I'll turn it into a full race car. Either or, you know, you've probably got... You've, take, you've made that choice when you've that's taken right. it out. But when you've got it on a trailer and you're taking it to a sanctioned event, fucking let it be. Yeah, it just goes, I I say, and other people do too, like sometimes it's just, not sometimes, it is a lot of the time just a revenue-raising thing. They've just seen an easy, low-hanging bit of fruit. We can book this dude. And they've justified it in their own brain, however they have. I Two, fucking hate letter, letter of the law, by, the, by this book and by the letter of the law, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> be a bit real and be a fucking... Subsection 2.3, yeah, exactly. section I, subsection yeah. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And you're never going to get respect, which they don't care. I know they don't care, but it just really just proves the point yeah. sometimes. I'd be pissed. But in saying that, even when I took my car to motivation last year, I didn't have my, my license plates on it. Circling back to the start of the episode when I said I'm a pessimistic piece of shit, I think of these things because when something can go wrong, sometimes it will. A lot of the time it will. So for all you guys out there that didn't know, if you're in the same situation, take your fucking plates off because but you, even when we film, you take your plates off. Yeah, I don't you know? want people. I don't. People don't need to know my license plate, especially not with all the shit I've done to my car. Yeah, like it's yeah. just not a thing. I don't need. I don't need that smoke. Yeah. I do not need that smoke. I leave my plates on because I don't care. Your car's and engineered, cunt. Your car is engineered. My engineer. Mine can't be engineered. I've chopped. We've spoken about that too. I've chopped the fuck out of it. Yeah. I've done an un. You can't engineer what I've done to my car. But even having an engineer's certificate no, isn't going to stop no, me from. Because I've, I've been to get in that yeah. car, but it just made the process a hell of a lot easier. Uh, more painless yeah it was it was easy i took it over made sure all the lights worked made sure i didn't leak any oil and i got it over whereas when it's not engineered it is not like that no that's right so i'll get to live that each to their own yeah yeah i'll live that you've just that's just the 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 day and age we're sort of living in that's that's where their that's where their focus is jeff yeah which it says a lot really and it's not it doesn't sound good no which is why i think fuck, we're going to go on a tangent here, which is why as like a community, we've sort of got to stand together. It's yeah. not just, 
I'm a Holden guy and I'm a fucking Ford guy and I like imports and I like mini trucks or whatever. You really want to try and sort yeah. of, it'd be good to sort of get a lot of us united. Just turn around and on say, that front, you know. I like modified I cars. I like fucking with cars. Yeah. I like and modified cars. That's you might it. not like, I know I don't like a lot of different cars, but I like car people. Yep. And I can appreciate them. Yep. And I would get along with all of them. There's been heaps of people that have walked up to us and talked to us or whatever and they've, oh yeah, so what car have you got? And they tell us and both of us would be like, I'd never fucking own one of those. But you're not going to say that to the guy for one. But also you're going to be like, so what mods have you done? And they're going to start telling you about, oh, I did this thing and whatever. And a lot of the time it's some really fucking like... And sometimes you'll be like, actually, actually. Ingenious stuff. That would actually be... That probably wouldn't be a bad car. Exactly, exactly. So you can turn a bloke. Yeah, I've never been into like Evos and stuff like that. I like the look of them. I think they look cool. It's just not really my jam, but I drove one and then I was like, ah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I can go around a roundabout at fucking... A hundred. In a Commodore where (laughs) I would be struggling to do it at 60 and I'd be in the bush. This thing does it at 80 Ks and it's not even, you're not even trying. I get it now. Yeah. And they're not very heavy and they actually move pretty quickly for minimal mods. Yeah. I get it. That all drive life. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, yeah. Just because someone doesn't, the, the whole, I don't really get into the whole Holden and Ford thing. I do if I feel like being a fuckhead, but, you know, oh, for yeah. the most part. For the most part, this is like we've had. I don't people... actually buy into it seriously because some people are serious. Yeah. I'm sure if we cut Michael, our good friend Michael, we cut him. There's going to be blue paint all over the floor, eh? <laughs> it's going to be a mess. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. And his yeah. dad would be exactly the same. Dark his dad blue. would be worse. He'd be dark blue. Yeah. Like it'd be fucking. Yeah. We love him for it though. Oh fucking oath, yeah. And they 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 let us hang out with them, so whatever. Yeah. But no, it's like you say, you you got your people that are into their certain things you know what i mean and they're the people if you're one-eyed about things that's in my eyes i think it's a detriment and to if anything and you're probably going to be one-eyed about a lot of things yeah yeah, yeah. you're going to be that one-eyed fucking afl yeah. supporter or whatever that yeah it's going to be hard to be around and i know that we carry on a little bit about the holden v8 and this and that whatever else but really i think most people who watch our stuff kind of understand that what we're saying is mostly in jest and that we do you know we understand yeah we don't really hold grudges it's just something you've got to you've got to have something don't you yeah but you get people that go like oh hey boys i know it's not a holding button it's like bro do you remember we built an xy (laughs) like you know we did the plumbing on a compound turbo jzx100 you know like if we F6s, really, all sorts. If we really stuff. cared that much, we wouldn't have done it. Yeah, you know. Although there is another Holden coming to the channel. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Anyhow, but yeah, I think all of the our circles that I've just mentioned, all those sort of different genres of car guys, those circles aren't getting bigger. No, they're getting smaller by a rapid rate. So there's going to be a point where. Yeah. You know, you put the pitchforks away. Although I'm not, I'm not saying that. There's obviously a, a, a it'd push. Just, there's yeah. obviously a push to sort of move away from what it is that we do to go towards something that people would prefer we do. Although in saying that, did you see the news headline? There's Hertz car rental are selling their entire fleet of EVs, going back to internal combustion cars. Yeah. Yep. They probably figured out that in Australia it doesn't fucking work. 
Probably not. They're probably already fucking nearly due for new batteries or something silly like that. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I can't see it taking off. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think hydrogen or something like that's probably going to... I think so too. I'd love an EV. Don't get me wrong. If my missus wanted to get rid of... She's got a 2017 MUX. And if she wanted to get rid of that and get herself a Model Y, I'd be like, no worries. We'd do that. That'd be fine. Because nine times out of ten, she's running from here to work and back. And if she's not doing that, maybe she's going to Perth and back. And Perth's what? Two hours. Let's say it's two hours. She could go up there. And even if she pulled into a shopping center for ten minutes to get a bottle of water bang the charger on she get home no worries it'd be fine you don't have to pay for them chargers do you yes oh you do yeah yeah i thought Unless, it was free i think there was a 2017 model tesla you got free lifetime supercharging so if you had one of those that, that, that had kind of that. be due for like it's third battery by now anyway no 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 second nah i don't think so a maybe battery. maybe be coming up to its first soon. which is more than what the car's worth probably probably here but, look at me pessimistic but if you in. got free supercharging for the lifetime of the vehicle you've had free right. supercharging for the last 10 years it's clearly not free because the cunt's sitting on the desk and it needs new head gaskets <laughs> mostly free <laughs> just be thankful it's not a new battery true that yeah it probably needs one of those too <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but at least it's only 150 bucks, not yeah. 15 grand. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so they're ditching the EVs. Good on them. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. I did see a news headline. I, I, I don't even watch the news and I've seen that headline. So what does that say? Mm. Absolutely. It must be true, by the way, as well, because it was, we seen it. Yeah. Has true to that. be true. Yeah. Verified fact. You heard it here first. Talk Hub podcast. Yeah. Get around it. Take it to the bank. That's it. Hertz. Hertz rental of putting home V8s in all their new fleets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Injected five litres going back into production. <laughs> They're going to get Mondo's fucking stash and just fit out their whole fleet and yeah. he'll still have some spare. That's it. <laughs> Hope you got your hoodie all right, Mondo. And I did chuck a cheeky little stubby holder in for you, mate. How cool was it um, you posted up the... Or you got the screenshot on Jake's Chop Shop video of the Talk Up shirts. That was cool to see, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. A couple of Summer Nats punters. And yeah, then that was Tony. Tony Marina, shout out to Tony. He's uh, been out. watching and following for a while. Wore his shirt out there loud and proud. So thanks, Tony. I was pumped to see it, like watching the video. And shout out to Jake's Chop Shop as well. Like what he did with that VN. It's, he didn't do a hell of a lot with it, but what he did made an impact. You know, like He it's showed nice... you that you don't have to. Exactly. But yeah, when I uh, gone through the video and I saw that, I was like, yeah, the poor I looks. had the video on, but I wasn't watching it. I was working on the shroud, so I missed oh. a lot of the visual. I was just listening. Well, listening mostly until my welder was making <laughs> yeah. that noise. So I missed most of it. Yeah. No, nah, it was cool as. And then I had another message from someone saying that they probably saw five or six Talk Hub shirts at Summon Outs. So got to say mad props to all you legends who are out there repping the brand thanks to all you guys who've been getting your orders in this week there's obviously a couple of perth guys that are getting ready for motivation they want a, a cheap shirt because let's be honest 40 bucks is a cheap shirt these days i think so particularly for something that we sure as shit ain't making much off it but that's okay we get the kick fine. out of we yeah. get the kick out of seeing it out out there we aren't here to make money no that's not but we would uh, not be doing this these are uh these are quality shirts. I'm get. I want to do these in black and white next. Yeah, for sure. 
next order, you reckon? I think also because we can change the print a little bit and get rid of the white on the print or the black on the print, which will make it a little bit lighter as well, just a bit of a race race upgrade. Look at you. You're like a textile expert all of a sudden. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm not an expert on anything, but I thought it'd be a sweet upgrade. No, you're probably right, though. Yeah. Yeah. But no, thanks. Thanks heaps to everyone that's been supporting the channel getting in there while we're on the subject www.talkup.com.au head to the website we do have limited stock but we got most things in most sizes you can get there t-shirts hats hoodies stubby holders we are fresh out of stickers though um i have tried to order some we'll see how we go this yep. week anyhow the hats are holding up good i thrash the fuck out of mine i wear it every single day yeah. at work i had two hats i had sorry two of each hat mm. i should say i had a good hat and a work hat so like in the shed dog destroyed my work hat mint so now i'm using my good hats but they still hold look, they're holding up real yeah. good look at this i'm hat. real happy with them you looking on the camera this hat has been flogged and it's still good yep i like it get around us thanks for all your support too, absolutely by the way. yeah thanks guys we appreciate we you. definitely get a big kick out of seeing them out in the wild or just on on camera yeah once you get a photo flick through from something like summon outs or drag challenge or an event that we've got no fucking way of making it you know what i mean and then you see someone out there repping well, the name. even when um when all the all the guys are wearing them when the street outlaws came and it made it onto the you know, it was on the on the, the channel, biggest show yeah. on Discovery Channel. That Crazy. Definitely got a kick out of that for sure. Yeah. And everyone's forgotten about that now, but we're going to take that to the grave. <laughs> it happened. It did. Shall we? Sure. <laughs> Under the bridge. Do you have any comments that have been highlighted for you over the last couple of weeks? We've actually had really good engagement on Facebook the last couple of weeks. Everything's been flowing really good, I feel like. Hmm. We've been doing it for a little while now, so maybe we're starting to become like a little, not more popular, but people have just seen us little bits and pieces that many times. Like, ah, oh, I'll give them a follow. <laughs> Throw the dog a bone, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> nah, nothing that stands out. I think there was some old... Was there some old dirt you wanted to dig up from that we forgot to mention? Maybe it was last potty. About. Yeah. Jeez, what was that about? What was that? Was it the Photoshop stuff or did you cover that? You did cover that, didn't nah, you? No, we covered It was before that. that. It was another one. Yeah. We've gone back through the archives and we've remembered. Apparently, the rear mount turbo VH wagon is probably going to explode the second that we turn the key. Or at least a few minutes in. Yeah, we had one little short clip that we put on the socials, obviously just showing the the turbo and the custom fuel cell under the hatch there in the boot, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, it is the boot. And there's a lot of thermal experts out there that reckon that turbo and that fuel tank are far too close. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Never mind that they probably drive a car that has a plastic fuel tank and the exhaust running right next to it. Yep. You know what I mean? And if you're on the highway doing 110 for an extended period of time, Lord help you if your fucking shin rubs against that exhaust tip because it's going to be hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But apparently, people have seen a full boost video way back when where there was a turbo glowing red hot on the dyno. So they must do that at idle. Or even at full full tilt yeah at the back end of the car you gotta remember we're not running. we're trying to get that sort of heat in the back of it when we're going to struggle exactly we are going to run ceramic coating on the turbine housing we're probably going to put a turbo beanie on it we're going to be trying to keep as much of that heat in the pipes as possible because it's going to help with turbo response it's going to help with power production you know like everything the whole efficiency we need to keep the heat in the pipes. Yeah. The whole efficiency of any turbo system is keeping as much of that thermal energy, energy in, the, in pipe. the pipe as possible. Especially when you've run the pipe... 27 right the back, fucking Ks away right from the Right at the back, the back of the back car. <laughs> yeah. And there is a good... It was a bad um, camera angle to see. Yeah. There's a good gap. I was happy as fuck with the gap that we yeah. got. Like, I want to say the dump pipe's got about 100 mil. I think the turbine housing itself 75. is about 70 to 75 mil. There's tons of provision there for a sweet-ass shield to go on that I can mount to the tank. Yeah, if we, I could, we to. could make a heat shield for the tank and a heat shield for the turbo independently and still have room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely... Yeah. I go, yeah, I'm just not going to... I go above and beyond. I always overthink things. And, yeah, I've definitely... The heat to the fuel tank is not one of my concerns that I had. I think I said that in the comments section. Sorry, I'm just getting another drink here because it's hot and I'm thirsty. Um, I think I said that in the comments section. Like, if there was a more conservative man for placement in the world, I haven't met him yet. You know, like if if you if it was me doing the job, it probably would have been closer than what it is now. But Kurt, being the pessimistic POS that we've outlined many times now, he's going to make sure that there is more than enough room. Not only that, how much airflow is there going to be at the back of the car? You know what I mean? Like under the car, you got all that air. There's going to be shit loads. Yeah, it's not going to have a chance to get hot. Let's, look, there'll be radiant heat for, for sure. sure. You know what I mean? Like, There's radiant heat everywhere. That's what I mean. Be, the fuel going back to the fuel tank is probably going to heat it up more yeah. than the any of the pipes that are near it. That's right. Honestly. You put the fuel under pressure, it heats up. Well, you put the fuel through a fucking fuel rail that's connected to the engine, then yeah, it's going to get hot. Yeah. It's in an engine bay. But that then circles back to what I was saying before. Do 110 on the highway for an hour and then touch your exhaust tip. It's not going to be oh, cold. E- even doing like a big slow standstill, it's not going to be a drama. No. Air gap is is a big, big thing. This is not a burnout car. This is not a drag car. This is a street car. It's not going to be an issue. The yeah. biggest beating it's probably ever going to get will be on the dyno, I reckon. Or unless I'm driving it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not concerned. Not peeved that people were pointing that out. Everyone's nah. kind of happy in a way. At least people are looking. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, look, and once again, this sort of comes back to the the misconceptions of the rear mount turbo set up as a whole. You know what I mean? Like, you've got all the people that still drop lag city, you know, like, oh, it's going to take forever for a get boost and this and that, whatever. Yeah, okay, we've heard that all before. We're kind of over all of that. This was a new one. <laughs> yeah. But once again, I think it's just a thing 
we look forward to proving you're wrong. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, it's just funny because some people like ask the question, oh, do you think that's going to be too hot? Like that's their way of going. Can't that looks like it's going to be too hot. Yeah. And then you've got the others that are just like verbal diary and like, this thing fucking, uh, it's yeah. going to be too hot fucking. Uh. All right. Okay. Guess what? The good thing is we're all going to fucking find out. Yeah. Like, you don't need to make claims. I'm not making claims. There's provision there for another two layers of shit. If, yeah. if we're concerned, I can do something about yeah. it. Like, as long as I'm not... I won't paint myself into a corner. That's just how I am in life. I've all, I'm always thinking of what can go wrong and most of the time I yeah. have another layer that i think i can use if i need to put it this way we're gonna fuck around and we will find out and we'll let you know i think it'll be okay yeah i reckon like you say it's it's good that people are concerned it's good that people are watching yeah but yeah it was interesting if you watch long enough to form an opinion then thanks for coming and it's okay to fuck up as well that's one thing i'm starting to learn yeah not that i've done it yet but i will (laughs) On camera. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Yeah. No. No. Nice work, You mate. just have a crack. <clears throat> yeah. Just fucking do it. Absolutely. So. And it doesn't... It's, like I say, it's not going to be consequential, really. It's going to be fairly inconsequential what we're doing. If it gets hot enough to... F- to um, do anything to that fuel tank, then we're not going to have to worry about it not being hot enough to light that turbo. That's right. Kind of normally. Yeah. Anyhow, shall we move on? Oh, you want to open that for the mic, for the boys? Oh, okay. It's the last one. Be rude not to, wouldn't it? Be rude not to. Oh, tasty. Last red frog flavoured, ready to drink for the night. And we'll get into our favourite section of the night. Hello? Yeah, the boys. We got a couple couple of voicemails here. I'll refresh the page. We'll see if we got a couple since we've been on air. Nah, no more, no, but that's fine. So. You ready for the first one, mate? Sure. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Kurt. Been uh, listening to your podcast since the first one came out. Bloody love them. And um, <clears throat> watched a heap of content um, as well. So absolutely love the videos you guys throw out. So yeah, please uh, keep on doing that. But um, more of a, like a question and a bit of a yarn, I suppose. So just having to think about this um, the other day. I'm in the mix of uh, basically starting up a build that, um, well, hopefully I say it'll be ready, you know, halfway through next year or something like that. But let's be honest, that's uh, always more so wishful thinking than anything yeah me too but um i just wanted to uh to ask if this happens to anybody else or um yeah if you guys might have experienced it but i find like um you know throughout the year as as you know different uh events come up or you know different um times throughout the year uh, how it can affect what you think you you know you want to build you know you always set a, a goal in mind of of what you want to do um you know whether it's an a blown blah, 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 like that, or, you know, you might set up a car for, you know, drag events, or you might you might want to build a cruiser or something like that, but I always find it um, interesting, like, you know, especially down where I live, hit summertime, all I want to do is just build something that's comfy as shit to cruise in, um, you know, sounds good if you want to put your foot down, but 
more so just something that's real comfy to cruise in and, you know, that, that I enjoy. But then, um, you know, it's interesting that around, uh, you know, when like drag challenge starts or something like that, yeah, the thought pops in the back of your head and you're like, oh, you know, should, should, should I build something that can compete in one of the classes there and, you know, give that a red-hot crack or, you know, and then like this time of year, summer nats comes around and you get that twitch, you know, and you're like, oh, man, who doesn't love a burnout? Like, why don't I build something that we can, you know, go across with a couple of mates, chuck in the car and lap up summer nats and fry some tyres and whatnot, you know, and same thing like when you see, uh, yeah, motivation pops up or, you know, a couple of other states, you know, if they've got um, power crews or whatnot on, all of a sudden you want to build something that's going to, you know, you can you can go to an event like that and enjoy the whole weekend and, and whatnot. But, yeah, just wanted to see if there's anybody else out there who's the same as me. And it, it's amazing how it can all, all change, you know, uh, during the year with with depending on what's you know coming up or what's you know happening at that time but then usually after uh you know that that time passes or that you know that event passes you sort of switch back and go no no this is this is what i've wanted to build for for years i'm going to stick to this and build exactly you know what i want or close to you know what i want but yeah just thought i'll uh throw it out there and see if uh, if i'm in this boat by myself what happens to everyone Jay, I reckon that tinny is chock-a-block full of blokes at this point. All of our tens of listeners, you probably got listener number seven sitting back right now going, fuck, yeah, I'm the same. That's me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, particularly because someone else has just finished, you got everyone going, oh, yeah, fuck, I wouldn't mind putting a blower on. By the way, we didn't cover that in the someone else section, but that gold VL with the ProFlow performance setup on it. Brody works for ProFlow, I'm pretty sure. That's how you do a blower car. Nice, sleek, billet hat, all the lovely billet goodness. But nah, you're dead, you're dead right, particularly come drag challenge. What kind of conversations do we have while drag challenge or drag week's going yeah. on? Yeah. It's fucking loose. We spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on the phone to each other. And then we remember that we're just working class fathers. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're just we're just plebs, and yeah. we're just struggling to make our own cars run as it is. So we should just calm the fuck down. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think that it's because, as blokes, and just as a, a hobby, which like most hobbies, they're kind of. And I might have mentioned this term before. It's something I've sort of just made up. It's like an ego-driven, in some way, shape, or form. There's there's some ego attached to how you want your car to be. Like some guys get some guys get their dick hard over doing kicking some other guy's ass with with something less, spending yeah. less money. And some guys want to spend the most money and have the flashes thing. And some guys are in the middle and I think even the guys that get it get their rocks off with spending less still probably suffer from it you know what I mean no, that's, like, yeah absolutely that's, that, a, that's what I'm saying it's a thing of the crazy thing the crazy thing that I've come to realize lately particularly since doing the YouTube thing is that there's someone out there that wishes they had what you did you know what I mean like it's taken me a little while now to realize how fortunate i am to have a blown vs ute and a pro street inspired vhsle in my shed that i own 
You know what I mean? Bring back some gratitude, you reckon, Jeff? Absolutely. Fuck, I should probably nah, take a page because out of your it's book. crazy. Like I sit here and I fucking hammer away at these projects, whether they be mine or someone else's, and you watch Summonats and you watch Drag Challenge and you watch whatever, and you go, "Fuck! I wish I had that." Or how sick would it be if I? But really, really, I should be fucking grateful for what I've got. I've got two beautiful cars in my shed which i should be very thankful to have and it's like what jay said i turn around and i go fuck it i'm putting two pdms in the vh and i'm going to put it on a holly dominator and we're going to have three kits of nitrous and we're going to fucking do this and do that and touch screen dash this and all the things but then when it comes back to reality i can't even afford the shit that i'm trying to do now which is just a carby 383 with an msd box and some billet axles maybe if i can afford it you know what i mean yeah yeah i think pushing this order start small and get it running you can always build on the cruiser yeah whatever the sort of least amount of work or outlay or whatever you should always sort of aim there first for the most part like if you're chopping and changing because yeah. you only need to chop and change a few times and you've you've wasted a good chunk of coin. Yeah. Because like anything on a car, it's a combination of all your parts. Oh, so, and we've seen that time and time again with people yeah. that we know and friends and acquaintances or whatever where they get halfway through a building. Well, not even halfway. You get red hot under the collar. You buy the car or the roller or the whatever it is or you're stripping yeah. your car that you've had for ages and you go out and you spend a big chunk on the first big thing. Yeah. And then it's and then you you just lose interest, you know. It's not you realize it's probably not where you want to be. Yeah, you need to sort of keep it at your level. You just need to know what your level is, don't you, Jeff? We've you just got to be realistic and you got to be yeah. consistent in your decision. And I think for the most part, both of us have been a bit like that in that we're like, right, here's where I'm at, and I'm fairly unwavering on it. You. Uh, very much like that because you're a stubborn old cunt and i'm a bit the same as well you tell me all the time oh you should do this you should do that and i'll tell you that's even when we're going through the resto thing you know what i mean and i was pretty unwavering of like no this is what i want for better or for worse this is what i want and that's what i got yeah you know what i mean but you do get people who are indecisive and i'm i'm kind of glad we're not you know what I mean? Because yeah. otherwise you would have sold all your 304 stuff and you would have bought an LSA and you would have got it halfway through that and decided, nah, I probably don't want to do that. And you would have gone, you know, it would have been a chop change, this, that, whatever. That's when a $50,000 project becomes a $100,000 project. Or I mean? a $50,000 project becomes a $25,000 bag of parts you can't get rid of on Marketplace. That owes you seventy five grand. Exactly. That's what I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah. Like you sort of want to... Yeah, stick to your guns, get a theme at the start and sort of just try and keep that goal in mind and don't try and... I do it with the horsepower that I think I want. Yeah. Because I haven't got... I've got bits and pieces for my other engine. Yeah. But I haven't even really thought about it seriously. And I do have quite a few bits and pieces, but, you know, I think... You know, one day I think, yeah, I want... I started off wanting like... 
five or six hundred horsepower to the tire which is sort of fairly general and standard and then i've made it all the way up to sort of like 800 it was 700 for a long time and then i go in steve friends's car and it's like yeah now i want i want fucking 890 now because that's what he's got and that was really cool but you just gotta realize what you're doing with the car i was watching one of um james uh from pro shine story the other day when he was talking about um e85 at one of the yeah. servos and he's like if you're a fucking sick cunt and you're driving around with 900 horsepower on the street and it fucking hit me a bit i'm like he's right you know like he actually is right yeah he fucking he gets it as far as street cruises are concerned you don't need i don't want to go into that you don't no. i'm not going to tell someone they do or don't need but it sort of give me a bit of a check and i'm like you know i probably don't really need it that much we had that conversation because the car's not gonna be the, my particular car is never going to be a fast car. I'm sorry, I keep touching this thing. <laughs> well, you, if you throw back to motivation last year, I got the walls redone on the Ute, and I was having a chat with James about his Camaro in particular. And you know, the thing's got say three—I can't remember the figure exactly—but it's like three fifty rear wheel horsepower, right? Four fifty-four big block. People go, "Is that it?" He's like, "Bro." 350 horsepower in a 454 big block is not 350 horsepower in your mate's cam only LS. You know what I mean? Like, there's levels to this shit. Like, the number that you see on the dyno doesn't mean 5.8's fuck all. And we know that, but a lot of people still don't. It's 2024 and people still don't know that. Yeah. But it's a a wild thing. Like you say, you, you wanted 600 or 500... Back when I've, you wa- yeah, I definitely want more than that. Yeah, 500's not yeah, Even I went in like, when I went in Dan's VNSS that won the off-street power cruise drags that That's year. That's 700-odd horse. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I'm sure it was low, mid-700s. Fast, fast car. But I went in in the middle of the day, fully heat-soaked, fully loaded and everything. And I was like, fuck, this is fast. But it wasn't like Steve's... VN that makes like 890 on low boost or whatever it is. Like yeah. that's, that's a little bit different, but yeah. do you really need, do you, I don't know if I really want that. And it that depends now. on the type of power you're making as well, because like, let's say the Procharged XY that we built, you and I, we've been for many laps in that and, you know, I've, I'll mat that to the floor and it makes nearly, was it 788 horsepower was the dyno figure that it made. Um, but because the boost is so linear, it doesn't feel real rowdy. You know what I mean? Like when you get up the high RPM, you can sure as shit feel that thing pulling, but it doesn't feel super rowdy. Kind of like you get those turbo cars when the boost comes in, they go, you know, it just doesn't hit quite Turbos like usually hit quite hard yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. it's a different, it's a different but thing. It's an, a car isn't, that's sort of what we need to all get our head around. A car's just not a, a sum of its figure of horsepower. Like, we're into horsepower and we like all that stuff, but how a car sounds and how a car drives are all these things that once you get the car going, you're either going to love it or hate it. You might want... And I always give you shit and joke around about yours, how it's a fucking... It's basically a racing engine, really, is what it For is. For the street, yeah. And it's going to be on the street. It's probably... I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. And I think I probably will be wrong for the most part, but it's not going to drive as nice as what mine's going to drive. I can fucking tell you that right now. But it will probably be just as fast with fucking 200 less horsepower or whatever, you know? Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll... How a car sounds and how it smells and how, how other people react to it, what sort of presence it demands, are all things that are going to sway you with how you... Yeah. How you perceive the car. The phrase Moving you're look- forward, you know what I the mean? The phrase you're looking for is the visceral experience. That's the That's the experience of all of your senses combined. Yeah. It's, um, you're right, it is a thing because you can get in a car that runs pump fuel and whatever and it doesn't really have that meaty cam and it, you know, it goes all right but doesn't really hit yeah. you hard. Then you get in that turbo car that's got a little bit of chop, you know, like a, let's say a six-banger, you know. Let's not, let's not say Mac Daddy. That's something we didn't cover either. 2,500 horsepower out of a six-banger at Summonats. Holy shit. But, you know, you jump into something like that, you know, that's, that's a different experience. You know, turbo six-cylinder, yeah. you go into a twin-turbo V8 with nitrous or whatever and the thing makes 1,200 horsepower, but it ain't going to be the same as that. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And so you've been in a turbo big block, Elvis. We've, we've spoken about this before. That's GUPS, yeah. HQ, and the thing makes, let's whatever. say, 15, um, 18, um, whatever. Yeah. With fucking huge tyres as well. Yeah, yeah. But that'd be different again. Yeah. You know, like... Even naturally aspirated big blocks, they're fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. You just feel it. Like, you just feel it in your chest when you're driving it. Yeah. When are we getting It's just a different sort of... (laughs) Yeah. Everything has its different sort of thing. Try things. If you haven't been in something, don't think you want it. Yeah. And it's... um. Another thing I thought of is, you know how we, you get people asking, oh, should I do a Holden or should I do like a Holden V8 or should I go LS? Yeah. You know how I know you should, if you should do an LS or a Holden? If you've asked the question, do an LS. Yeah. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. And I don't know how, what, how the fuck I've turned this into a Holden LS thing all of a sudden, but... No, you're right. If I you're the sort you're of going, guy yeah. that's going to ask the question, do the LS. Because the, the whole, people that are, the Holden guys that are... They're sort of going to ride that project out when shit starts getting a little bit expensive and you're not going to be making the power and going the times and blah, 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 all the rest yeah. of it. You won't see it through. When the chips are down, that's, that's when you separate the boys from the men. And, yeah. that, and that's not a... And even within the Holden community, you've still got the guys who will be like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a motor, should do a 355 or a 383. Just don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, if these are the questions that you're asking then you're probably not quite there. You know what I mean? Because when, when you're talking about, because people go, oh, 383 is going to be more expensive. No, it's fucking not. Because the parts, the cost of parts, the difference is marginal. The amount of machining you need is Negligible. pretty much exactly the same. Yep. You know, like there's going to be... I'm surprised they're not as... Like, they're not more common than what they are, really. Well, I understand. They got a bad rap early I understand days, why they're not because, yeah, you do have to do that bit more machining and people didn't like taking out the bottom of the... Um, the bottom of the bores and, you know, you got the skirts of the pistons being exposed a bit at the bottom. But we've done more research since then. We've got better rod ratios. We've got better piston selection. You know, there's all these things that sort of go together and... Once again, it makes the difference marginal or negligible. You know, you just got to find out what application you're going to run your car in and what your horsepower goals are. And that's what's going to decide literally everything. 
it's literally going to decide your budget as well, whether you like it or not. And here, here's a hot tip. If you're naturally aspirated, cubic inches are your friend. That's right. Plain and simple. And if you're naturally aspirated, you may- you're choosing to do it the hard way anyway. Yeah. So just get your wallet out and be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because sure. anyone with half a brain puts turbo on things in 2024, let me t- give you the tip. I should know. Ask me how I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a long answer anyway. Yeah, you're definitely not alone in that one. It's a good conversation, Jay. I appreciate it, it, man. But like I say, you've got basically all the tens of people who are listening. That's why I like watching content like Jack's Chop Shop and stuff. He shows you, he shows you, he really does. He shows you the nitty gritty of what you really need to, pay attention to no, he tells you, you what you don't need to well, do yes that's that's the, right yeah like he's got you don't need to do a full respray you don't and have n- to. not necessarily right now anyway that's yeah. the thing i've even just got with myself it's yeah. just like no nah, just do what you need to do to get it rolling you can always do that later yeah no nah, it's words to live by and like you say it's ripper content so thanks for that G'day, gents. Ricky Bobby from South Australia. Long-time viewer, first-time caller. I'll keep it simple. How can we improve some of that? We all saw the footage. It was wild. It was brutal. And it just paints us all the wrong way for car guys. If you're going there to punch on, obviously, well, that's not the reason you're going to some of um, I don't want to see it canned. No one wants to see it canned. Probably a few Canberrian locals would want to see it canned. Um what could be done to save it for future generations and future generations of car guys and girls. Um, everyone's going to have their two cents and everyone's going to shoot down everyone else's idea. But for the event to obviously continue going the way it is with the amount of people that are going each year, uh, both entrants and spectators, um, just what could be some ideas or do you think could be some ideas that uh, – could help the event continue to grow. Uh, yeah, so peace out, guys. Keep the content coming. Love it. Um, blown to be known. Blown to be known. Ricky is a G, isn't he? He is, absolutely. Thanks for is. calling in for the first time. I'm surprised you haven't fucking done it earlier, you lazy dog. But <laughs> yeah, We appreciate you uh, sticking around, man. He is an OG supporter. And on the same wavelength as us too, obviously, because we've covered a lot of that already. That's it, yeah. And look, he's an LS guy and he hasn't gotten all offended and left, so that's something. Yeah, we haven't gone that hard. His ute's pretty sick. It is. And that's probably, a, that's actually not even doing it justice. It's very no. cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Harrop blown, VZ ute, how yep. good. Yeah, very, very cool. How do we make someone else better? It's a hard hard thing i don't think there's any right there's there isn't any right answer i think it comes to the patrons i watched a thing from fatal finish detailing i watched one of his reels just before i came here it was quite good that reel was sick but i watched a a story and he kind of broke it down a little bit in that he goes how you know how do we make it better and look he can't stand on his dogs and you know be the hypocrite because what happened last year at someone that's 35 he was the hype man and he did a fucking great job of it um certainly not gonna hold 
it against him because he did a great job of hyping yeah. up the crowd. Yeah, I'm but not going to hold it against anyone for the most part. No, I absolutely get it. not. Absolutely, I get it. Yep. But now he's sort of, with that hindsight, I guess, he's come up with this, and this is sort of along the same wavelength as me, and it's, if your mates are going to jump over the barrier and start being a fuckwit, pull them up. Tell them, oi, get back. Come back over here. Don't go out there with your phone like fuckwit to show your 85 followers on Instagram that don't give a fuck this burnout of this car that no one's going to, you know. You're making it worse for all of us. You know what I mean? It'd be different if you were someone that had some weight to throw around and you had 100,000 followers and you're trying to show the world this magical thing that is summon outs. But all of these people who are doing it are fucking nobodies for the most part. And they're probably... And, and a lot I of them aren't say even that, car guys, really. And I can say that as a fully qualified nobody. Yep. You know? Yep. These people are nobodies. They're jumping out there with their phones. And this is the problem. Even summon outs, you know, count summon outs, summon outs out of it. You go out to the street and you do a, a skid out in the industrial area or whatever. <clears throat> it's not that bloke filming it that's the problem. That bloke sends it to his mate. And that mate's a car guy and he thinks it's cool. But then he sends it to another person who's a total fuckwit and he sends it out everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, this is the problem is that it's not necessarily the person that's there doing the filming at the time. It's where the footage ends up that becomes the problem so i'm i'm with him i reckon if we were smart enough as patrons and we self-regulated ourselves a little bit and you told people just to simmer down when it was getting a little bit much you wouldn't need these flogs running around in pink vests punching people in the face for no reason yep no shirts bum bags yep all that stuff you just need to have a small level of self-control and it's like you touched on earlier it's a bit different when you get a hype crowd and a bunch of phones out and everyone wants to be the class clown and they've got half a dozen slushies under their belt and they're ready to rock and roll you know what i mean you just need that voice of reason that's going to be there and be like hey don't jump on that bloke's bonnet <laughs> you know like <laughs> don't don't do it but yeah. the thing is we're all thinking of it as like every you want a solution now like to yeah. implement for yeah, yeah. there is like any problem that happens year after year in any sort of scenario there's no solution that's going to be able to no. fix it in one year it only takes one person and and this is sort of circles back to what i said before it only takes one person because the mainstream media aren't going to cling on to that bit of footage of old mate with his kids having a great time. They're going to jump on that one fuckwit that's yep. fucking it up for all of us. Yeah. So you're never going to do away with that. That's always going to be a thing. A lot of those people that go there, that's what they go there for though. Yeah. Like they're just there for the party, mm-hmm. for the weekend or whatever. Which that's, is they're great. Just, yeah, it is great to a certain extent, but that's what they're there for. So yeah. you're not going to not get that because yeah. that's what are probably a good percentage of the people are there for. Yeah. And it's all well and good while no one's getting hurt and stuff like that. But the problem is, is that the potential is there and someone eventually will. And then what? We're the car guys. We're the guys that actually give a fuck about whether it stays there year after year, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas those people couldn't give a fuck no. at all. No. They couldn't give a fuck if it didn't come back next year. They don't yeah. care if uh, we start, we get targeted, all the camera locals or whichever car guy gets targeted more during the year. They don't give a fuck. They yeah. don't. They just don't care. They're like the they're like the people that never listen to Triple J, but they vote for the hottest one hundred. You know what I mean? If that's because I, I don't, but yeah, no, you do know what that means. You don't listen to Triple J, neither do yeah, I. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. You to... know what I mean? People they don't listen at all. They have no interest in you and I. We got no interest in the radio station whatsoever. But then you get some people that are going to be like, ah. Oh, I'm going to put my vote in for the hottest 100 because it's it's a culturally appropriate thing between some of the mates that they've got or whatever and they're going to put fucking Taylor Swift in 20 times with a cheeky little edge here and down the bottom. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. But you get these once-a-year patrons. That they're a once-a-year car guy. They come in and they see a HK Monaro with a blower out the bonnet and they go, that's what a car's meant to be and they don't know fuck all about it. But I guess if you were to circle back to, and we would hear this phrase semi-regularly in heavy industry and mining and whatever, circles back to you've got to have these courageous conversations. You know what I mean? As a person who's there who wants to see the event thrive and continue to be what it is from now till the future, we're the caretakers. We're the caretakers for our kids, you know what I mean? So for me, my idea to make someone else better and to ensure its longevity, we've got to take ownership of it. We've got to act like it's ours because it's, it's ours. It's for us, you know? If you see someone stepping out of line, say it. Say something because you're that one person brave enough to say it and there'll be 20 people standing behind you that agree. You know what I mean? It, when the it chips sort are of down, go, it goes for the drivers as well, really. You yeah, can, when the chips are down, that's what it you is. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. Really. But if the drivers aren't being egged on and people aren't jumping out in front of their car and yanging on their throttle and lifting their guards, are they going to do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? The crowd are the people that are trying to excite it. And I'm, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing either. You know, like I, I love the thought, like I haven't been there, so, but I love the thought of the cruise route and people punching a cheeky rev out there with a bit of smoke and just, you know, getting the boys and girls all a little bit excited, a couple of little rascals running around with their phones, whatever. Yeah. But when you start disrupting the flow of the event, when you start affecting other people by your behavior. Yeah. Because it's a snowball effect. That's it is. where the punching on comes from. Yeah. That's the that's the bit we sort of don't like. I don't even like even the skids to a I keep touching that thing. Even the skids to a certain extent that they don't bother me so much. It's just where it, what it leads to and what it snowballs to. Because yeah. before you know it, like you said, you got people jumping on, you got security guards ripping off stickers which then fucking pisses off the drivers and pisses off the crowd and then you're punching on it's just it's just not a good look yeah oh look i'm all for someone doing a skid getting the sticker ripped off and then doing a skid out the gate fucking that's gonna happen you know what i mean and if you want to wear it with a badge of honor then fucking you do you bro do you think um i don't think it'll make much difference but like a band just band like lifetime bands how does that work, though? Well, if you're a real car guy that enjoys summer nats, 
and somewhat like have a bit of a warning system or something. It's not just yeah. going to be a fucking because let's be honest, the people that are moderating it are just hide hide Hyde thugs, hide yeah, thugs yeah. for the most part. So yeah. you've got to have you've got to have a little bit of something there. But if you're like downright being reckless, do we really want you back next year? Yeah. You know, so how does this? Because I mean, and we'll be able to have this conversation with him when he comes over for motivation. But you've got people like Jay Benz, who's like the face of of Summonats. You know what I mean? Because he's part of the media team, and he's the guy that stands there with the microphone, and he's the dead set. He, he stands there and he goes all monotone, and he goes all grumbling, and he goes mad, mad. and fucking whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's. So he's got to feel the flow on effect of that. People will be like, oh, you kicked my fucking mate out. Hey, I wasn't even there. You know what I mean? Andy Lopez and Adrian and all the, 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 people, the people that sort of run the show, it's well out of their hands. They got bigger fish to fry at that point. We just need a bit of a, a good balance. That's all. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is because it's, it's going to – people are probably going to shoot for a one-up every year. Like, everyone yeah. wants to do something better. So there'll be someone that probably does something even more reckless next year, like, just for that just for that clout. So it's hard to talk about it without sounding like a fucking dwee because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fully uh, fully against it, but no. there's just a line, I think. It's kind of like your diet. Everything in moderation, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be a level... But there's got to be a level of common sense. Probably lay off the meth, though. Yeah. I don't think you need to moderate that. Just cut that out. <laughs> cut that out of your diet. There's just got to be a level of common sense. And unfortunately, common sense... Common sense? Common sense is a rare... <laughs> common sense is a rare commodity these days. Especially when they've got the skid row section where you can sort of do that. Yeah, just go there and do that. Yeah. But the line for skid row can be painful at at the best of yeah, times. It's so. definitely not an easy solution, but the fact that people like Bobby are talking about it, it, it means something. Yeah. Well, this does mean something to people, you know, like there's people that have been going there for the last 20 years and this is, the, you know, like they fucking love it. So this is what I mean. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be up to us to be the bad guys in a sense. You know what I mean? Like we're going to have to be the ones that start policing people a bit more before security and before crowd safety and before the police start doing it because once it gets to the police level it's too late yeah it's hard because you don't when you're in the moment like that mob mentality kicks in like i even today watched again like chain man when you've seen the chain man yeah everyone's seen chain man and i'm like fuck yeah that's sick like he's telling you know sticking it to the man fuck you but then you see the bloke and the lady come up and go my fucking kid was right there and you nearly hit him and then you're like oh yeah what if that was your kid yeah oh yeah fuck that's right yeah i remember that like i think um i think it might have been like fred watson or someone did the same thing at motivation one year in the middle of the day on like a sunday arvo or a saturday arvo on this same thing kids and stuff like that you're just not thinking of that and sometimes you probably should slight side note did you see fred watson's monaro's up for sale i did i did say that he must be getting out fear Manara, which is fuck that's a staple that's an, a old, legend- an oldie but a goodie yeah yeah a legendary car the fear monaro's pump tires left right and center for sale 140 grand if you got the bit of pocket change i sure yeah. shit don't but yeah so it's not an easy there's no easy answer i don't think no but there's not like I say, do you think i mean we didn't go earlier so it's 
maybe it was like that in earlier years, like way earlier years, say before, oh, before like the camera the, phones and stuff. But because it's not, on, because not everyone's got a phone on them. Yeah, he didn't say it. Yeah, I mean, you look back to Motivation two thousand six and like two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six. There was pa- nothing like that happening and we had a fucking great time. Pa- well, I don't know, there was parties and there was people that were having having a ball out in the, like say... Parties third, are good. No, but like 3rd and 4th Avenue, people were doing dirty skids and there was people everywhere and whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a thing then. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's kind of been a little bit more regulated now, but yeah. I mean, it was a thing. Yeah. Maybe we need to have like something where you're incentivized to use skid row and like crowd like there's some sort of fucking flow of i don't know a prize or a free entry for next year crowd reaction but if you're carrying on like a fuckwit you get the thing through your sticker where you're not eligible for that because yeah you know there's got to be like everything it's incentive and you can either incentivize someone to do the right thing or you can punish them like what what do you want to do yeah you know you can't just leave it to them be like oh well just do the right thing no one's listening because like i said that's the clout that you go on for yeah i was gonna say i don't think that have worked so much because just because you're a legend on Skid Row and you got your free entry for next year doesn't mean you can't be a fucking legend on Third Avenue as well. You know, like, because then what have you lost? Fuck, I've got to pay for my entry next year. No, you're not coming next year. You're banned. Yeah, well, that could be a thing. But it's once something. again, how do you police that? Like, are you, you can get an old mate to give him your license so that you can that record car, his name? That car's not coming yeah, back. And the dude, who cares? The name Just get you- another car. It's not always that easy. Well, it can be. It can be for a lot of people because, like, fuck, just buy another shell and throw the engine in and whatever. Yeah. So it, make, it does make it hard because, like, give us your license, pal, and they're just going to tell you to jam it up your hole, put their car on a trailer and leave anyway. Yeah, but you'd have it all that before. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the way. I'm just thinking on the fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm... I don't I'll, want it all to go away. Go no, away. I don't either. Yeah, let let that be clear. I want there to be some shenanigans. I want there to be some nonsense, and I even want there to be some tomfoolery. Yeah, but just, just yeah, the head kicking in and yeah, that sort of stuff. It's not good enough. It's it just yeah, it's, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, really. And it and it's all just for the longevity of it, really. Yeah, this has got to keep going so that my kids can do it in my cars when I can't do it anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. And I reckon that's the same for most of you blokes. That's a bit of a negative way though, isn't it, to finish? Do you have anything else? Because I don't know if I've got anything else. No, not really. I've got the worst memory, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I 35 know. and just got the, the shittest memory going. Yeah. I want to thank you all guys for tuning in. We've got motivation in a couple of weeks. Keep an eye out on our socials for the stories. You'll see PSI 3 or 4. This big blower here will... Big blower. I say it's a big blower. Big blower. <laughs> yeah. This little baby heat <laughs> pump. <laughs> this <laughs> thing puts hot air into my motor and makes a little bit more than factory power. Fucking oath it does. And it does it with... With pride. And fashion. Uh, we're going to put that back on the engine and we're going to have it ready for motivation. Keep an eye out for our future podcast because we are looking at getting some guests in and we're going to mix some things up a little bit, which would be awesome. Talkhub.com.au. I mentioned it before, but I mentioned it again. Buy yourself a shirt. Don't be a dog. Support your boys. Get a hat. Buy a stubby holder. Look, 
Whatever. We're we'll going to have stickers again soon. We appreciate all your support, guys. Absolutely, yeah. And um, that's it. And send us a message, you dogs, as well. Voice message. Voice message. Yeah. Go to the website, click the red button. Tell us your experience of Summon Outs or what you're doing next or whatever. Yeah. I want to hear some project some project car stuff as well. Mm. That's what I want to hear about. For sure. Get some, let's get some accountability going on for 2024. Tell us what you want to do and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll touch base again. So I made that post on Facebook. I said, what's your goals for 2024? And a bunch of people putting in the comments there and I reckon we circle back to that at the end of the year. We've got to remember to do it though. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was working on my car the first day. January number one. I'm pretty sure Juan you did Pablo. that last year too and then you didn't do anything else yeah, for the rest of the year. That is, you bring this up and you... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening and watching. Peace. See ya.